Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hello, just before we get on with today's episode, Chris and I want to tell you all about our Patreon page. It won't take long, but we think you're going to want to hear it. Because you're missing out, quite frankly. All the more risque stuff that we sometimes think, oh, can we get away with that? Uh, we put it on our Patreon pages. And there's over 150 episodes uh, for our $10 subscribers. Absolutely. So for well, whatever that works out in UK pounds, what's that, about £7.50 a month? Yeah, for, for the price of a bag of chips, for a Savaloy and chips, you can actually have us in your ears four times extra a month. That's four episodes minimum that we put out um, exclusively for Patreons. Plus, um, there's loads of... We video most of our episodes now and the videos. You can watch all of the podcasts now over on Patreon as well. Um, we put up loads of other unique content over there, Yeah, don't there's, we? There's, there's pictures there. It's basically our version of our OnlyFans account, isn't it, basically? So you, you exactly. get the sort of pictures on there of, of the behind the scenes of Stu tucking into a pot noodle, basically. Sort of stuff you, that shouldn't be available to the public. No one needs to see that. But that's all. We just thought we'd give you a quick heads up that if you're enjoying these podcasts, then be aware for like £7.50, you can go and listen to over 150 exclusive episodes. And there's some great ones over there with previous guests as well. Um, loads of names that you're going to recognise if you've been listening to, to the, 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 the weekly podcast we put out. And yeah, and also, if you are a subscriber, we're more than likely to do one of your top fives if you recommend it because we prioritise the patrons first, don't we, as well? Absolutely, yeah. So we, we try and sort of do as many top five suggested by you lot as well. So, uh, yeah, head over to Patreon. Where can they find out about it, Chris? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Easy peasy. And you can watch an intro video there as well of us in jacuzzis and doing sexy stuff. With Gal Porter. With Gal Porter. Not doing sexy stuff with Gal Porter. Can I just clear, clear that up? <laughs> Gal, not trying to drag your name through the mud. <laughs> and Scroobius Pip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. Enjoy the episode. Um, Stewie, are we recording yep. this one? Filming it? Oh, it, is, it has flashed up. So, yeah. Just to let you know, Nick, we're recording it. So, um, we've got your soul now on I record camera. It, I record everything. Film it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Having a shit. I record that. And welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about oh, Shut up! I ain't uh, fucking introduced you yet! Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Go on, sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. Um, my name is Stuart Roy Whiffin. Sitting opposite me is... The man. All oh, right, so that's you're it. That's going by now. That's it, yeah, oh, I'm right. the man nice, now. Nice, yeah. um, That mm. other um, noisy prick you just heard uh, interrupting before we'd even properly started... Uh, he's Nick from Math of Manliness. Hello. 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 Thanks for having me. I'm well excited. Well, look, before we start, um, we need to thank our, our sponsors, our lovely sponsors, um, who are lovebeer. Dot, uh, love-beer.co.uk, who is Charles, who will yeah. um, hopefully yeah. be installing bars in your, um, your establishments again soon. But in the meantime, he's still delivering... Um, Bottles of amazing beer uh, to your doorstep. So go and check him out. And we have a mm. discount code for that as well, right, Chris? HB 
L-B-H-C-L-P. Sorry. I'm a little bit slow today. L-B-H-C-L-P. And if you put that into uh, love-beer.co.uk, you will get yourself... Not 1%, Don't not go all the way to not 15 not 4%, <laughs> not 5 You will get, you get 15% off. But don't forget to buy yes, your growlers. Yes, it's important. We you need your growlers. Um, okay, um, um, we've also, oh, I can't even be bothered to talk about him. Go on, I'll leave it to you. <laughs> uh, Bang Boom Creative. Luke and Bang Boom Creative, who work with wonderful companies such as Children in Need and the Katie Piper Foundation. And uh, then... You, you might want to eat, if you've got the money to eat fillet steak every day, you still might want to nip out for a pot noodle once in a while. And we are Bang Boom Creatives Pot Noodle in terms of sponsorships, yeah. aren't we, really? Yeah, so that's Luke and the wonderful team at Bang Boom Creative. And I'd just like to say, you said we needed to um, do some shouts out, and it is needed. I didn't want to do either of those shout outs, to be honest with you, but they're our sponsors. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, I'm still the... not talking to uh, Luke. <laughs> he's just been proper getting on my nerves lately. I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen him or spoke to him, but he's just he's just got one in faces, and he. When I see that picture of him with Charles, yes. I just I see Charles. I say, "Hey, mm. Charles!" And I see little. Oh, you horrible cunt! What's yeah, his name, no, Charles? It is it is a Charles, Nick. He can't. Stu can't say he Charles. C H A R L E S. He says Charles. Oh, it's crazy! It was so. It was so. <laughs> Printed. It was so but he gets funny. He don't like being called Chaz. Like he, he don't like that. <laughs> oh, and and Charlie name. either. And I can't not abbreviate names. I find it really, really difficult. Why no, do you I'm always call me you total prick? Then that's I not can even always the make the effort it's, for it's that. Longer. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, before we um, actually uh, introduce Nick and find out what his top five is going to be today, um, also I want to just say. Um, if you've not checked out Patreon yet, then then you really should because um, we've seen a a massive kind of boom since lockdown began, haven't we? In in, in Patreon, which has mm. mean we've had to kind yes. of react to that by putting a bucket load of content out over there. So what you do get when you um, support the podcast on Patreon is you you will get access to, to watch this. Um, you can watch all the episodes. Um, and um, you're about to upload it the night after we record this. You're about to upload the drunk yes. cast, right? Indeed, yeah. So we, you get to see the videos of the drunk cast we record. So uh, even ones in the past, so the ones that we've done um, at the start of lockdown as well. So that's with Ramosh, and, Ramosh, Ramesh and Brett, and then you've got Rich and Jay coming out very soon as well. Um, so, yeah, you'll get those. And you get a lot of our um, podcast we video as well, don't you? Pretty don't much we? every single so, one. So. Sometimes, if you want to see quite how angry Stu's getting at me um, for mis- for getting like a mayor's name wrong or something like that, and you want to just mm. see that look on his face, then yeah, come and come on to Patreon. And yeah, we should that. also point out that we do put a standalone episode out each week. So if you do um, get involved, you will mm. have access to a, probably about blimey 150 or so episodes over there now, if not more. Um, 150 yeah. million. I mean, it's weird you say a million because I think. By the time this episode's out, I think we would have hit a million downloads. Yeah. No way, really. Um, we're, we're, wow. we're, at the time of recording this, we're we're very very close. So uh, I think in. You said if we hit a million, I could fruit bowl you. Welcome to Harkonist um, Nick Hogbum. Um, What's fruit bowling? Is that is that when you rummage your hand down someone's pants? I will send you the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought it okay, was. Okay, so, um, <laughs> Nick of Math of Manliness Podcast. Welcome to Hardcore Listing. Math of Manliness Podcast is back, right? Series 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in f- full effect. Um, well, I'm, I released uh, the third proper episode today. Um, and it's just, it's really, really doing well at the moment. It's gone right through the roof, actually. I'm really proud of it. Yeah, Scott, sorry on today, uh, and it, it nice. It's just got it, he like played in all these amazing punk bands and that. He, he like was in a band with Nicky Six at one point, and then wow. just the amazing story. And then it kind of got to near the end, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And then when I nearly died, it was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, proper amazing. So one, for that those one. that um, have yet to check. Uh, Man for Manliness. It's uh, it's a podcast focused mainly on um, 
mental health, yeah? Yeah, uh, I, I guess the idea is is that you kind of get an idea of people's their story through life to some extent, um, and then kind of more focusing on in on like if they've got mental health problems. Most of the time, they have uh, kind of looking at maybe where it came from and then how they manage it, um, so that other people can kind of get a bit of advice and. But also, you know, like just to feel like um, you know they're not alone, uh, feel supported, and um, you know, like if you, if you're like I do it because I'm mental, and um, and quite often when you're mental, you sit and you think it's just you, and when you hear other people saying they've done the same thing, it makes you feel so much better. That's that's kind of the point of it, mm, really. Yeah. That's what it is, and it's just different people and different stories. And you touched on uh, um, on the word alone there, and and you're going alone on set on season two because season one was was set up initially with with Brad Acton, who obviously has helped us with yeah. hardcore listing um, for, yeah. for, for, for the you know when, for the first few years. Really, Brad was um, helping us out, yeah. doing lots of video stuff, and, and was obviously guested many times. Um, and Brad's. I'm right in saying has, has took a, a back seat for this season um, to kind of focus on himself a little bit and, and spend time with the family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I, and I just, I didn't want to stop, yeah. really. Um, I mean, it, like, in fairness, like, I was, I, I talked constantly. So, it's like, you know, like, Brad was struggling to get words in most of the time, so I just <laughs> carry on, you know. But it's been a learning curve. I had to learn how to podcast. I mean, you helped me out with stuff and, like, Worky Productions has helped me out massively. Thank thank Christ. But, yeah, okay. yeah, going alone. It's a, it's a scary thing, that. I haven't, I mean, obviously, Shu's done loads on his own, but like, mm. I've, 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 I think the only one I ever did on my own, I did one with my girlfriend and I did one with Ollie Pike, who's a children's book author. And it is a whole different thing when you when you you've not got your partner in crime to sort of like bounce off. So yeah, did, did you feel quite nervous doing that? Or uh, like, I guess no, not really. Um, I was just more worried about the technical stuff because I didn't know how to yeah. do any of it. And then once I yeah. kind of figured that out, um, it's yeah, just get on with it, and it like yeah. Zoom's really helpful, isn't it? You just sit and yeah. talk to someone. It's easy to talk, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, and you don't have to get completely dressed. No, no. So that's I think that's the best thing. What are you looking Never at? Never you mind what I'm looking, looking at. Um, yeah. Hold <laughs> cameras up. Let see oh, your little mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, um, you're here today to count down a top five. What is your subject? Yeah. Right, um, so I thought I need to do it about what I know and I need to do it about like the podcast. So I've picked my top five mental health hacks. Okay. Uh, so yeah, uh, so that it's basically stuff that I've uh, like I've last two years I've gone through loads and loads of psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, and like having counselling as well as, and um, I just kind of jumbled, picked out the five things that I think have helped me the most. Um, With you, and, go on. No, I think that's pretty <laughs> good. I think it's a good top five, mate. Yeah, so they kind of I squeezed them into like bite-sized little. Like one-liners, some um, gems. Yeah, some little gems. Are they in number order? Have you got like number five? Kind of useful. Number one. No, no, they're not. No, okay. not really. Yeah. Well, no. Let's stop. Let's hear one. Let's do one. Right. So this is the one thing that I tend to find myself telling people on the podcast all the time um, is that you don't have to listen to your brain. I remember um, having therapy, and like I see this one therapist, Peter, all the time. And I, when he told me that, like I was just fucking floored by it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he was like, "What? Well, you don't have to listen to your brain." He was like, "No, <laughs> no, your brain, like, uh, like it's telling you stuff all the time, but you don't have to take it in." You don't actually have to listen to it because all your brain's doing is trying to stop you making mistakes or stop you getting hurt. Um, and like you, more often than not, you know better. So you don't actually have to listen to your brain. And I was like, what? No way. And that yeah. totally floored me. Um, and that is the best bit of advice I've pretty much ever had. Uh, I would, would go as far as to say I think that nearly saved my life. It's incredible. 
you've mastered that from a very young age, didn't you? I'm just trying to kind of understand it. I think, I, I don't know, because uh, I've never heard that saying, mm. Nick, and I maybe I'm, I'm misinterpreting it. Go on. But I, like my brain will give me a, a number of suggestions about things and, and fears and stuff like that. And actually, it's a case of understanding that it's a bit like, you know, <clears throat> this is a weird na- analogy, so I've fallen... Sometimes when I wake up and I've had, I, I wake up from a just a bizarre dream, yeah, because it had just been mad shit that my, my subconscious has piped up and thrown at me, and I wonder if it's a bit like you know some of it's useful, some of it's just you know it's a speculation of a problem, not the actual yeah. reality of the problem itself. So you don't actually have to say right, well I have to therefore act on it. Basically, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. You're spot on. <clears throat> So they say like anxiety is fear of the future, depression right. is fear of the past. So right. the idea that anxiety is doing exactly that, it's making you go, um, oh, this could happen, and this could happen, and this could happen. And um, the way it was explained to me was... It's incredible. I've never thought of it like that. Like our brains, have be- like the amygdala in our brain, the one particular bit of our brain, hasn't really evolved much since caveman time. So all it does is look to um, stop you getting hurt, stop you... Say, for me, um, uh, when I was younger, I was always frightened to chat up girls. And that's because my brain's going, oh, you're going to get rejected, or your mates are going to take the piss, and blah, 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 blah. None of that is probably true. Well, my my mates would have taken the piss. But, but, you know, like, none of that was true. But um, because I believed my brain... I then didn't chat up girls much. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's trying to protect you. But in reality, it's like you can kind of separate those thoughts out a little bit and then just choose not to acknowledge that part. Yeah, that's great. Mainly inhibitions. Yep. Yeah, a lot of inhibitions are your brain going, um, don't do that because... Don't do that because someone will think this or, you know, this will happen. And so that negative bit in your brain um, is like the the caveman brain. Um, I think they call it the id. It's that bit in your brain um, that's trying to protect you, but it doesn't really need to. I think it's weird because like when we were cavemen, as you say, like because evolution takes ages. It takes fucking a long time. It, and our our society is, is is so fast, but so it like there's there's things that you can do as a caveman that in a split second end up in your death. Yeah. And and I guess that inhibition helps that that sort. It's a knee jerk thing to pull you back from doing something that could be basically fatal. But I yeah. guess in this day and age, with our fucking you know how much longer we live and society protecting us from most things, yeah. you know, give or take, you know, um, maybe it's, it's throwing things at us that actually aren't really serving a purpose any longer. And I guess you got to, like you say, not listen to it or think it through and just say, look, what, what, why, why do I think there's this? I had a similar thing with uh, girls, Nick, hundred percent. Yeah. And and um, but when, when you look at it, it's like, well, there is no real. There's no loss here, really, is there? There's nothing no. to lose in, in in putting yourself out there. And if if someone is to be cruel, cut, cruel, harsh, or wicked, or whatever, that's a reflection on them, and and not yourself. But it's it, a, it, that, that's that, a complex that thing to think of when you're young. You learn to understand as you get older. <clears throat> yeah, you certainly definitely. do. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I agree Nick, Nick and I had a mutual friend who's actually been on the podcast, um, uh, the, uh, Dennis, the author. Uh, yeah. And um, from when we was very young, I, I mean, for, for people that are just listening now, um, Nick and I have known each other since we were like probably 12, 13. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Um, um, we, we was in a band with, with um, a, a guy called Dennis who's been on the podcast. Um, and Dennis did not have that. He did not have that. He, he was, you know, I wouldn't say that Dennis walks around looking like Brad Pitt. Um, but what he had was zero fear. You know, and and and, yeah. he, and, yeah. and no, no inhibitions. inhibitions, and you know he would just go and talk to anyone. You know, not not ju- not just girls. He would just, he, 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 you know, he he didn't have that thing that a lot of us had at that age, which was like, oh no, I better not. Like that might be embarrassing. Yeah. He, he didn't give a shit. You know, he would go and talk to anyone, and and I think that confidence 
which is probably the thing that, that, that most of us lack to go and talk to girls because of fear of rejection. He didn't have that, and I think that confidence yeah. that he showed probably enabled him to forge relationships with girls that he probably wouldn't have had in... You're saying he's boxing? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, he... he, he, he oh, yeah, because confidence is and, sexy, and, man. And, you and, know, it, like, and it was definitely oh, something that women found... I'm not saying, you know, Den, yeah. there's nothing to lo- not like about Den. He's a very nice guy. Um, mm. But it, his confidence was definitely something that... that well, it, <clears throat> completely, and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because the moment that you've created this idea that you can't and then you act on it, you can't. Yeah, You've yeah. actually done yeah. what you've... Everything, I, I love that whole idea that, well, I love the fact that everything that we've ever done started in the Im- immaterial world. It started as an idea and then we pull that through and we act on it and then it becomes something. But yeah. it's, it, something comes from nothing. And, and yeah, and you can do that with any, any scenario. Absolutely. And, you know. Yeah, so, I, see, I use that as well to kind of help me combat mental health as well, is the idea that anything can happen and we are relatively like we're relatively insignificant so that makes me think well then i don't have to worry about anything you know like that i kind of turn that into something that's positive whereas like Stuart, you know knows me i used to be a really bitter negative person and uh that was my my angry brain telling me i was shit yeah and now like i'm like well i don't think i am that shit you know and like so that's me saying Sorry, Brian, I'm not listening. But I don't fight it. That's the yeah. difference. Okay. Mm. Number four, Nick. <clears throat> well, I'm going to kind of follow that one with um, another one that's really, really basic, but it kind of follows on from it, is that um, you uh, you can only control two things in life. You can control what you do and what you think. And that kind of links quite closely to that one, as in if you're... Brain's telling you one thing. You can you can decide whether you're going to listen to it or not. Um, yeah. And it uh, there's the um, I like that comes back from like you know Greek mythology and for, well, mm. well those kind of times is that um, you know like the idea you can make a heaven of hell or um, a hell of heaven. You know like you could be like I have to do this when I go on holiday because I don't like going on holiday. Um, I have to kind of everything in my head is saying this is fucking awful like look you can't even get comfortable like you know I'm just in my head and I'm making it into a hell um, and then I have to kind of have a word with myself and go stop it now look it's, look, it's pretty it's nice you know like Stuart you know I used to hate the countryside and like part of me now is like me noticing that stuff looks quite nice even. Even if it is, like the sky looks nice. You know, it's me trying to turn that hell into heaven. And it is, it's me going, oh, I, I, I can control that. Like that's within my grasp. And that was another one that was like, what? I can control it? Yeah. You're fucking joking. Like, <clears throat> why didn't someone tell me this when I was a kid? For sure, man. I think there's... There's a thing that uh, there's three spheres of influence. Um, I can't I can't remember the specific thing, but it is exactly it's what you're saying. It's like there's st- the third sphere is the outer sphere where shit's just happening that yeah. you have absolutely no control yeah. over. That shit can end up affecting you, but you you can you have complete uh, agency over how you decide to react to that. Yeah. And then therefore your perception of that event is really important and it's so easy to and I think I have had this with depression in the past where I'm I'm looking at certain events in the past through from a certain angle. Yeah. But once I'm able to change my perception of those events it takes the weight off me, you know. But also then you have the other sphere and then you have the other sphere which is your influential sphere. So you can you can choose how you can act and you can speak and you can do things, and maybe that might influence people, but ultimately, for that person, that, that's their third sphere. That's out of their control, yeah. but they can decide what they do with your behaviour. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really useful, because I, I, I also have had, had anger problems. And oh, understand- yeah, I heard about that. I heard about that. <laughs> understanding that I'm the one who, yeah, being a noisy villain. Yeah. I, I, understanding <laughs> that... Um, I choose if I'm fucked off. It's yeah. no one else can piss me off. You can do something, 
that could be I could perceive, as we say, as um, undesirable. Yeah. But only I can decide to go. Oh fuck's sake! Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's exactly right. And it's quite hard because um, in life we want to control the things around us because it makes us feel secure. It makes us feel safe. Uh, but actually, there's so little we can really control. You know, like like my kids, um, my kids got autism, and we like we're having a bit of a battle with the school. And I'm like, at some point, you know, you can't do anything about any of it, and you have to just go. We have to let it go for now. You know, like we let it go to the next battle because that could eat you up all day long. But you can't actually do anything about it. So what's why be upset about it now? Let's get, you know, we'll get upset when we get closer to the time of dealing with it, for example. Um, and I find that really helpful. That See, everything I've kind of listed are things like that, you know, like just yeah. little things that uh, when I start going off on tangents, I remind myself and it makes me feel loads, loads better. Fucking amazing. Was it, that resistance to an issue... Is it causes so much of the, the problem, doesn't it? Like yeah. how you, what you pump into that object, is actually where the pain comes from a lot of the time. And I think that whole idea of what you can't control. What's I don't know, Stu? Can you remember that? Give me the grace to accept the things I can't change and the serenity to change the things. That I, can't, I, don't, I can't remember what it is, but yeah. it's kind of the, the 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 sentiment of the things that are outside your control. Let it go and don't fight it too hard because. It, because the person that upsets the most is you, not that not yeah. that issue, whatever it was. It's it's fucking it's crushing you, not not that event. So so, the, yeah. so I've got so this I I I had on my last list, and then when I write out another list, uh, <laughs> but I'm going to throw it in there because I think yeah. you hit upon a really really good point. Uh, and I got this from um, Russell Brand's book. Uh, I think it was um, Mentors. When um, he he talks about uh, a lot of... Basically, he relates everything to the 12-step program. And I do that quite a lot as well, as in seeing mental health as an issue that don't really go away. I have to be working on it. And uh, anyway, so he came to... There's a whole section on forgiveness, and that's proper in the the 12 steps. And uh, the idea that um, forgiving someone isn't necessarily about that person the forgiveness is you're forgiving yourself and then it stops hurting you so yeah. like i like i've always got the umbrella. So like it's just been father's day i'm often kind of upset with my dad um and what i try to do is kind of forgive him for things that i didn't really like um and then i don't feel as bad because all the, the rest of the time i'm just angry I'm angry, yeah. and like, like you know, the other person doesn't know you're angry. Uh, they're just getting on with their life, and you feel fucking terrible. If you can bring yourself to forgive him, forgive that other person, you feel better. Oh, completely. Because it but, knocks that, you up, doesn't it? It oh, knocks you yeah, up. It does. It's horrible. Being able to, to, to let that go is uh, is such a liberating thing. I had... Um, so I had anxiety dreams into my mid-twenties about uh, school. I'd still wake up, I'd still have these dreams about certain school situations in my, in my, uh, in my secondary school, about certain individuals who mm. just treat me a bit like shit. Only a few people, I'm not like poor me, the world was against me, but a few, yeah. enough people did it in enough classes that that stuck with me. And I, for years, had these fa- this fantasy of if I bump into them, this is what's going to happen for way longer than what a, 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 just a normal man would, you know, like you just let them go. It was, it was ch- children's stuff. They probably would regret it as much as you did now, but I, would, I, I kept on to it for so long. And then I remember not, not immediately, but very reasonably soon after I realized that and went, that was children's stuff happening there. Yeah. And it, it, that, you know, I can forgive them and I can forgive myself for my behaviour as part of that because it wasn't just one per. It was all of us. We're all we're all complicit in it. Um, I I stopped having anxiety dreams about it. Oh, really? Yeah. See, but it, it, like, it is. It's like it's it's such a powerful thing, and it's like really like the, the, like this list is. I feel like uh, it's all a bit kind of trite and obvious. 
but like I live by it, and yeah. um, and like that's the idea. These these are like really simple kind of basic truths that really help. Because like anger's fucking horrible. Anger like anger's good. It can help you get make things happen. It can help you motivate you and make you do things. Watched, but if it knocks you up, what's a really good thing? Um, we got a Nick, Nick and I've got a mutual friend <clears throat> called Tanya. Uh, she's a counsellor. Um, and and she did you watch the the thing she put on her social media about is it displaced anger? Uh, yeah, I did. I watched most of her, but uh, yeah, displaced yeah. anger is an interesting. I thought one. it was really really interesting about you know if someone does cut you up and you just lose your mind. Are you really losing your mind at that person in that car, or are you losing your mind about the way you have your girlfriend that morning? Yeah, completely. Yeah. I've ne- I've never known it. I, I never knew it was that was what it was called. But mm. definitely, that's very true. And you see that I think a lot a lot of people um, out there in the world, when you see people snap, yeah, like you say, they're not snapping at you or that issue. There's a it, there's something going on in their life that they feel is outside their control or is is not resolvable to their satisfaction from how they're looking at that issue, and then for some reason. You're the problem for something that you're doing, you and what they want to do is control that yeah, thing that yeah, you're doing is, yeah. because they're not happy. I can control this, but I can't mm. control my wife. How many times yeah. do you think I've seen people come marching out of my club through the doors, kicking the mm-hmm. doors open because they've had a row with their girlfriend in the club? Push the doors open, security go, "Whoa, calm down, fuck off, mate!" And then bang, it goes. And it's nothing yeah, to yeah. do with my security. It's nothing to do with anything other than the fact that. He's had a row of his partner, and he's come out, and he's just completely ex- exploded at, at, at something else to get that anger out, and it's completely, you know, doesn't make anything better. No, it don't, it don't. And it's 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 a really good one if you can kind. Of, as you say, yeah, it's like right, oh, you know, like the driving thing, like I I I can control this. Like at this moment, I can control this, and you're like, no, you can't fucking control anything. Once you've kind of realised that, and like, it's it's quite liberating to think actually, totally I can't control nothing. It's so liberating to know that, and not to and not to worry. I think sometimes I'm too much the other way, because I think you need discipline. <laughs> I think you know to, to to do good, you have to you have to you know, put some effort in, but yeah, I think yeah. under, embracing, embracing that, you know, things are outside your control and you're somewhat like going back to your point, Nick, of being insignificant. Like I'm a rad snowboarder. Stu, aren't I? I'm a real rad snowboarder. Right. Stu will know. Right. I haven't heard that word for a long time. <laughs> Jesus. Aren't I a great... step back 40 years. Stu, aren't I a great yeah, snowboarder? You know what? You come in a conversation the other day. We, 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 we're doing a, we're doing a quiz night Saturday <laughs> night. I will let you get back to your rad story. But um, we was doing a, a quiz night, and, and basically what we had to do was reenact a video, a music video. We all got sent one, and we had to reenact it and film it, and then without the music, so the person had to guess what video it was. And I got yeah. um, unfinished sympathy by Massive Attack. Oh, uh, amazing! So that's and I thought that's really easy. easy. I've just got to walk around the streets, and then walk. and then walk everybody's going to go, "Oh, it's Bittersweet Symphony, isn't it?" And I'm going to go, "No, it's not. Yeah. It's yeah, Unfinished Sympathy." However. Yeah. I thought the thing that would separate it from Bittersweet Symphony would be I, if I got if I got the uh, the little <laughs> the, the, the guy with um, no legs that's on the skateboard that goes past in the video. <laughs> so I went to my kids, girls, have you still got a skateboard anywhere? And they went, no, we grew out of that. And then Layla went, Chris has got one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, really the point being is that um, sitting on the side of a mountain there's nothing like nothing more humbling than when you're in complete isolation and staring at a mountain there's nothing I can't quite the sea gives it to me a little bit but because the sea's quite flat even if it's vast there's not as much to stare at really when you look at a massive mountain in front of you it's and and it's just been there for like however long and it's going to be there after you die and you just think it's all right. Like, yeah. don't worry about like, things. These little things know. that we bother us aren't really that much to worry. I mean, obviously, we have a lot of things, proper things to worry mm. about. But you know, like just the idea, it just makes you feel like a, a speck in the in the history of time, and you just think, well, 
Oh, let's let it go. I tell you what, well, you did say something there, which I really, really, which I think brilliant. And uh, this is um, snowboarding. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I would love to be able to snowboard, but I'm far too awkward. Um, I, there was this uh, Johnny Marr once said uh, a quote by Picasso saying that um, uh, like inspiration exists, but it must find you working. Um, and like that's what I think about, you know, yeah. like uh, rather than. Um, you know, like you can't necessarily, uh, you know, control things, but you have to be doing, otherwise nothing's going to fucking happen. And I've really, like, I tell you, like doing a podcast on my own, and I've really, really learnt that. And uh, I've taken a lot of inspiration from you, Wifkins, with that as well. You know, just like if you're grafting and you're out there doing stuff, then good things happen. And like, I really believe that now. Completely. Never used to. Never used to. I just think everything was shit. <laughs> But they, that becomes it's that self-fulfilling prophecy, yeah. isn't it? And I think it's so misery loves company. So you want yeah. to recruit people to think that way as well. Yeah. Because because if you if 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 people will disagree with you, then you've got to do something about your misery and yeah. and and, and yeah and yeah it's, it becomes self-fulfilling. It's difficult. Interesting. It's, yeah, I love that quote though. That uh, Johnny Marr's really quote worthy. Amazingly quite worthy, as is Noel Gallagher. But Noel, <laughs> Noel's a bit funnier. Yeah, but Johnny Marr's a fucking hell of a lot cooler. He's <laughs> a fucking dude. He's like the dude. He's one of my fucking heroes. I spent a lot of money on his guitar. <laughs> you got a guitar of his? Well, not his. His signature guitar is like nearly two wow. grand. Fucking hell. Okay. Yeah. Is it number three? Yeah. Um... Right, you like this one. Um, do the things you like a lot. So, um, this is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, I do that now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't dry yourself out. Um, <laughs> so, like, I. Uh, Chris, like, a few no. years ago. <laughs> he's, he's, he's really liking himself a lot, isn't he? He, loves, he really does like himself. <laughs> So, like, a few years ago, I was seeing this therapist of mine in Grey's, and he was going, um, so what are your core values? And I'm like, uh, don't be racist and don't hurt people, you know, like, and I just couldn't get my head around it. Uh, and, like, and then he was going, all right, we'll come back to it. And I'm like, what are my core fucking values? And then essentially, and then he was like, after a few weeks, he went, what do you like doing? And I was like, I like playing guitar, uh, I like drinking, and I like, you know, seeing friends and um, talking. And um, and he said, well, if you do that a lot, you'll feel better. <laughs> I was like, what? Are you taking the piss? Are you getting paid? And uh, <laughs> But it's true, isn't it? Um, like, you do, you know, like, as, especially as you get older, the things that you really like doing, like... Especially when you start having kids. I mean, you're a jaffer, right, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, you get older... Absolutely. Sorry, I've been cheeky. But when you get older, <laughs> especially when you have kids, the things that you like doing take a proper back seat. Yeah. And yeah. you get caught up in the having to do what adults have to do. And you stop doing the things you like doing. Yeah. You just can't do it as much. Yeah. Uh, and then you start get then you know like in my case you start getting really miserable and shit and you think I oh, know I need to make time I actually have to make an effort to do the things I like doing because then I feel better. Simple one that. One. I I, f- I completely agree, man. I lo- I lost sight of that for for a while and like it, it's funny because something I like doing which I, I I linked a lot of shame to was like war games and Dungeons and Dragons all that mm. stuff and for for twenty years I I just put it away because I was like oh. I'm embarrassed about. It. I'm genuinely embarrassed about it, and um, <laughs> exactly. But I like I couldn't have taken that as a joke, and I couldn't have said that out loud two years ago. I couldn't have. Yeah. In fact, Aaron once mentioned it to someone, and I fucking went. I I, I took him to one side and fucking went nuts. At him. Really? Again, this is a, this is all this is all on me. Do you know what yeah. I mean? This is my perception, my problems, my hang-ups. But ultimately, like there was a lot to unpack there for me. Um, and realise, like, not only the perception of that is, well, do it if you like it, and also everyone can get fucked. Yeah. If they don't, and like, 
and but I didn't do that for years. And it's but even things like snowboarding. Like if I don't do it, I'm less happy, significantly less happy. And yeah, I, I, I you know, I shoot blanks. So obviously, I probably will never have children. <laughs> and uh, the the uh, government. I don't recommend let me. it. They're a nightmare. <laughs> but like a lot of my friends, they've they've all been through. Uh, having children now and you know their kids are like you know varying ages but i've seen them sometimes lose sight of that and some of them have managed it better than others but i think you've got sense of self is important and like yes you want to do these things with your wife and and have kids and stuff like that and that's all very rewarding but if your life only becomes those things you can't really be there for them you can't be yourself to them and that's what they need is you at your best Yep, and yep. that's why I've always got to keep ranking. And yep. that's what I've, I've said that's to... That's why I do it. That's exactly why I do it. <laughs> I can do it with clothes on now as well. <laughs> not, I'm not there yet, mate. <laughs> so, that, that, that's, no, that's, that's definitely it, true. It's like, it's, 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 it's something It is, that, isn't it? You know, it sounds really stupid, but that's... Uh, podcasting, is that mm. for me? Like, yeah, it, it is it for keeps, me now. It keeps exactly my head. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Into something, it gives me focus. It gives me joy talking, you know, to people. And yeah, that that's definitely like one of the things that you know if I look at the things that I really enjoy I like drinking I like talking to people um and Mm. but I I also really like sitting in front of a microphone and recording that and then putting that out and and you know when you get the bonus of people going I really enjoyed that or signing up to Patreon Mm. because they like it and they want to hear more that just you know and that weren't a plug then that's me just telling you like you know it is a a hit of what, what what was that? Pa- what was that patron thing www. again, mate? No, um, but yeah, but it is. It's like you know, it just means that fucking hell, like you know, something we're doing, someone likes and is enjoying it, and it's like I, oh, I enjoy doing this. So if someone else is enjoying what I'm enjoying, it's fucking bonus. Do you know what I mean? It's like exactly, mm. and 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 then and then by doing the things you like and then getting better at them, and for example, doing a podcast and people go I like that, that gives you. Um, you, you've kind of you've achieved something, and that makes you feel better generally. Totally, it all yeah, ties completely. in. It all ties in, and like uh, I think what happened with me, like my kids had got to a point when they were like that much older, and there was space for me to do things. And then I was like, "What am I going to do?" And I just thought, "I need to do something about what I know." And like Stuart, I'd done a bit of podcasting with Stuart, and I was like, "Right, that's what I'm going to do." And uh, so again, thank you to you. Um, I mean, the, 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 but, kids, yeah. the kids going back up the chimneys when they were about seven as well, didn't you? You got them, you got them out your head <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. early. Yeah. yeah. I could probably fit up my chimney. Right. Uh, number two. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, right. Um, don't look for others to make you happy. 
don't look outside of yourself to make um, outside of yourself a happiness because it don't exist. Um, like that was a hard lesson learnt to me. You know, like even if you've got kids and you want your kids to make, you know, you're looking to them and like they're pissing you off and you're like, why aren't they making me happy? You know, I'm like, I'm dad. Why are they not making me happy? They're making me stressed because it's not their job to make you happy. It's your job to make you happy. Um, and, uh, you know, quite often you see people, you, you talk to people, they're in difficult relationships and they're desperately trying to make the person they're with make them happy. And you're like, that's a fool's errand, you know? Like yeah, that, definitely. Like, that doesn't exist. No. You know? And, and, the, and the other... Uh, 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 sorry to interrupt there, on, Nick. Um, the, the other part of that, I think, is, you know, you can't make other people happy sometimes as well because that can break you as well can't it yeah 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 so yeah you can't yeah you can't you can try and you can be nice um but like if you're desperately trying to make someone else happy and then it's not working then you're Mm. just making yourself unhappy Mm. so it's yeah that idea is just like if you're looking elsewhere to be happy then you know happiness is just within you and how you think and it's not elsewhere I have to remind myself of that every day. But, uh, like, that's another fucking basic truth. And I'm like, that rings true. It really does. Do you, you know, you know, before we get to your number one, like all of these that you you talk about, you know, have you had, you know, sufficient amount of, of, of time thinking about this, reading this, you know, with, with, or with, with counselling, to the fact that these are now almost inbuilt triggers to... to yeah, yeah. Uh, this this has been the big turnaround for me, really. Is that um, I felt like I might not catch it before sometimes, but like yeah. say, like a few, you know, like a day later, I'm like, I really don't like. I feel starting to feel pretty miserable, and then I realise that I've just got to go back to those things. Always going back to those basic, like the list of five. Like you know, like. Sometimes, like the other day, I was like driving to work and I felt really, really angry and pissed off. And and I was like, I'm just getting pissed off with stuff I could do nothing about. Yeah. You know, like, like oh, I don't want to go to work. Well, I've got to go to work, so I might as well, well all, I'm resisting it. I'll stop resisting it and then I won't feel so pissed off. You know, like that resistance thing. Is, like yeah. I, I do that a lot. And I'm learning, like, this has been quite recent for me, but learning that, you know, like that resistance causes me a lot of pain. Just accept the situation. If you can't do anything about it, you just get on or, with it. It's really weird, because I know there's scenarios that that I get myself involved in that I know fundamentally I'm not going to enjoy. You know, there can be social things, and I just yeah. think, right, I'm not going to enjoy this. I don't, oh, organised yeah. fun. Organised fun, always organised fun. Well, your mates are all having a laugh. <laughs> right, but it is organised fun. It is yeah. like, you know, if it is something where, like, I just think, I don't really want to be here. And uh, Ibiza was a prime example of that, right? So I, I, I just knew that it wasn't in my... Well, it, quite quickly it was apparent that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And then I kind of just thought, right, try and enjoy it. And I didn't enjoy it. And then... By the time I was like halfway through it, I just thought, "Ah, oh, this is just shit." Like, and 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 then the resistance come up, and like, so before I even got anywhere, I was kind of pissed off before it even started, and then and then yeah, so yeah. you know, and it is that thing where you just think, if I could have suspended that, but then, but, but my point being was I did try, like because you know I like to have a good time, but then I think sometimes. If you're super aware, it's a, it's a, it's something that you know it's not necessarily work. It is something socially. Don't go. Yeah. You know, don't yeah, go yeah, because I agree, you know, right. there was a thing like you know, even though I was there, you know, with, with with my missus and 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 you know, lots of like my dear friends, I did still just think I wish I weren't here. But I thought you know I, I want to go because all my friends are going to go, and it's like 
in hindsight, I just think should never, you know, I shouldn't have just gone. Yeah, uh, my mum has a, my mum has a thing for that. She says it's paying twice. Yeah, it is. It is Not only twice. have you you've paid to go on holiday, you're also paying to have a really shit time, and you pay. And like, if you didn't go, right. you would save money on going, save money yeah. on all the food you'd have spent and everything on. Thankfully, like, thankfully, all the places we went to, our people were really, really cheap. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been to Beefo and uh, oh, I, I can't bear it. I don't like dance music for starters. See, I don't mind. I don't You're mind fucked. that. I just, it was just the fact that uh, it was just, it, it wasn't Bohemia. It was, it was like, it was just like, just showing it, off. It was just people that weren't, yeah, it, it weren't what I wanted. I wanted this Bohemia with Balearic music and I've just got commercial dance music with people with six packs wanting to be seen drinking <laughs> yeah. great big fucking expensive glasses of champagne but not going in the swimming pool at uh, a pool party just in case you get wet like everything yeah. about that I'll just that's 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 a strange setup of fun that does not compute with well, Let's not go back into why you hate IB Sorry, for so Sorry, I get much. carried away every time it comes Cause, up. Because yeah, like, our listeners have heard it about 20 times now. And the thing was <laughs> as well, and really what this is, is you're comparing yourself. All of, really, my, all of my displaced anger goes Someone had a six-pack. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's like going on holiday, though. Like... Uh, Going on holiday to Instagram, isn't it? It's just like going uh-huh. somewhere where it's all just about look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that's like they're trying to feel better by doing that. And that... but th- and also it won't fill that hole either. No, no, no. And uh, and I think that you know we've got a lot of generations of people who you know are gonna realise that, and hopefully they'll realise it sooner rather than later that that doesn't that doesn't yeah. do anything. It won't do anything to you. It's false. Yeah. It's 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 gonna not serve you. Um, you know, it, it isn't. You're just doing things because you think it looks cool. But it comes back to what you're both saying. It's not something you actually really. Is that really you? Is that no, really what you want to be doing? And I if don't it like isn't, being out of my what's comfort the point? zone that much anymore? And uh, and and that was out of my comfort zone. I'm, that, but that's also yeah. okay, isn't it? As yeah. you get yeah, like, no, okay. no offense, because yeah. I'm the same. I'm the same. Like, I don't really, I don't. Want, I'd like to do a few more clubbing things and a few more massive rave ups. But honestly, I've probably got five yeah. in me, like, yeah. and and, yeah. and 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 that's it. Like, whereas I'll do it all the time and love it. I'm not. I, yeah. I don't care. I, it's, I it's, want it, that experience. There is something quite nice about getting a bit older that you kind of you kind of learn who you are and you can. So like, that's just not me, and like, yeah. I just don't want to do it. Um, and but then there are times when you have to push yourself to do things as well, and it's like just recognizing whether it's like, do I really not want to do it, you know, or is there something? Is there a reason yeah. why I don't want to do it? Yeah, is it something I've done before in one guise or another? Yeah. Like you, Stu, knew that you've experimented with that world and, and music, and and then you got there as well, and it also wasn't what you probably yeah. perceived. So you're, you're going to be I won't, I won't struggle if it's something completely new. I won't bother about that. I, you know, I, I ain't sure. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> All right, what's your number yeah. one, Nicholas? Well, uh, this is the thing. I didn't really. Um... Right, I I didn't really put them in order, and I feel like a, right. an anus now because I feel like no, I've, I've right. hit you with the big hitters. But this one is one that I think is important. Um is to watch what you put into your head. Uh, so, for example, at the moment, um, like we could worry about uh, the pandemic all day long. We could worry about Brexit all day long. And if, and if you watch the news all day long, it will worry you all day long. So um, it's about like what things you put into your head uh, tend to make you feel a certain way. So... Yeah. Um, it's like, all right, do I know the news? Yes, I know the news. I can leave it there. Rather than, because the news is, is very negative, isn't it? It's, it's mm-hmm. meant to be negative because it's meant to make us like want to be concerned and watch. Um, and like just generally the things you put into your head. You know, like if, you're, if you spend all your time on Instagram looking at loads of like hunky men, um, you will either want to be a hunky man or, or like you, Chris, or, you know, it will make you feel bad about yourself because yeah. you don't measure up. Again, I do think yeah. these are things that definitely 
subside somewhat as you get older. Yeah, but I still like I'm still kind of conscious about my weight and things, you know. Like I'm still conscious about those things. I still look at pictures of rock stars and think, uh, you know, I wish I was rake thin like rock stars. <laughs> you know, I still do that. I'm still like, well, I'm not. I don't look how I want to look, really, but I can live with it because I know I've moved. I'm older and I kind of look like, you know, Dave Grohl don't look that skinny no more. You know, like, you can kind of, you can rationalise it and turn it around. But there is a lot of things in media and even down to food and that. If you pump yourself full up of really, really bad food, you're going to feel bad. Um, oh, completely. And I just, and it's also, also like the things you say to yourself. If you say, like I used to say, you're a piece of shit, uh, you know, no girls are like you, your granddad was right, you are a big girl's blouse, you know, like, I used to mm. say all those things to myself, and then that was how I felt, CBT thing, yeah, you know, Def- what you, yeah. what you say, what you think is what you feel, and is yeah. how you behave, yeah, um, that internal, mon- that internal dialogue is so fucking important, yeah, and a lot of the things around us feed in, can feed into that negative dialogue, um, yeah, it's a bit more of a complicated um, one for a finisher, but I still think it rings true. Is that you know uh, you can feed yourself for lots of things that make you an- anxious. You know, anxiety is a really good one for that. You I know, like, like I like that analogy to like if you fill yourself with fucking shit food, you're gonna feel like shit. So why yeah. why would you fuel in your ba- brain be any different? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same. And, more and doing and more. the things that you like again, like for example, watch watch some. There's no. Do you know what? You watch a good stand up and you find a good one, mm. and you are in tears and you're doubled over. I mean, that is doing you so much good. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's you know. Best one. I, just go, I, I t- the best one I watched was uh, was Jade Adams one. By far, that's been one of the best comedies I've seen for a long time. Um, it's, it's by far the, the the best I've watched in, in a long time. I, I, I was lucky that I went to that. And, and yeah, I saw and, you on uh, it, didn't I? I texted yeah, you. Just, just brilliant. Have you have you seen it yet, Chris? It's on, no. it's on, it's, it's on really Amazon good. Prime if you've got Prime, and it's it's okay. it's just yeah. fucking brilliant. I got, go ahead, fuck off, mate. I have got a couple of quid. Right. I got Prime. Right. Got, ooh, so have I. Jesus Christ, what are you? But you've you've had her on here, haven't you? Um, yeah, Chris. Chris knows her uh, really I well now. He hasn't watched her stand up though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get upset about that. He's probably it's too like, busy listening like to um, Richie's podcast. Oh no! <laughs> uh, I, I have listened to one episode. I listened to one episode and really liked it, but that was enough for me. So, That's enough. Um, Math for manliness. Who's, who's, who's coming up in the second series? Uh, I got Frank Turner. Uh, I got Rich Wilson. Uh, who else have I got? Oh, I've got a classical singer. Um, who was on Britain's Got Talent with uh, his name's Jonathan Antoine. He's a um, yeah, he's like a, he tours the world as a classical singer. Long, long curly oh, hair, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah their age, his agent got in touch with me. Um, who is also Barry Manilow's, uh, Cliff Richards, and oh, Tony Hadley's agent. I was like straight back to her afterwards. Like she was like, "Oh, thanks for having me on." And I'm like, "So, Hello, magic. Anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have you got anyone else? Oh, I'd love to have Barry Manilow on." Um, yeah, who else have I got? Uh, I'm hopefully sorting out Rob the Bank. Jason soon. Perry. Um, Jason Perry. Yep, Jason Perry. Um, I've got to um, edit that though because we fucking talked for ages. We talked for the best part that, of three that hours. Man, don't struggle at all. <laughs> it, it was really strange because um, it started off with him going, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. And I'm like, no, man, no, this is great. You're telling us like these amazing stories. And then um, and then we started getting into more mental health and then it was more me talking too much. And um, But, we, yeah, we really hit it off. Yeah, Jason. Um, I've got quite a lot of just, uh, like, regular people, really. You've had, you've had Leon McLeod um, on site already, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's, there's a, oh, and I've got Gary Mansfield right. as well. Yeah, Leon was oh, the other week. Gary Mansfield in uh, shortly. Um, I've got my therapist Pete, uh, Peter on. Um, 
Yeah, but as I say, I'm kind of interspersing the kind of the more well-known people in with, you know, like regular people who have like scum. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've we've found that, haven't we? That um, you know, people like because you know, aside from the incredible things that both Leon and Gary done, like we, yeah. we wasn't overly aware of who they were until we sat with them on the podcast, open mouth. Yeah, but yeah. then. You know, we found that we've had probably more feedback on them episodes than potentially Ed Scrine, taking nothing away from Ed's episode. Ed, Ed being a Hollywood star. I was fucking epic, like, that was. You yeah. know, it, which was great, but I, I think that the nature of, of some people who might not have the kind of profile in, in that kind of a, a, a arena, you know, as, yeah. as, as someone like um, Gary or Leon, but, but their stories are just phenomenal. Exactly, exactly. I think I think that's because what that's what we're doing here. It, podcast is the business is, is interesting yeah. stories, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and giving people the opportunity so to say them. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And that's why, yeah, I do, I'm quite happy to get on kind of you know people who aren't well known. Um, and and in fairness, like in the last season, um, like those episodes are the ones that people really took away with them. Because it is, it's just someone who's kind of been brave enough to come on and, you know, bear their soul for an hour. And it's pretty, it's, it's massively humbling. And um, yeah. so sometimes those are the most powerful ones. But uh, like Gary's one was, Gary's one's really powerful. Uh, it, it gets very emotional. It really does. <laughs> Yeah, his one's brilliant. I'll get on like house on fire with Gary. He's one of our, our favourite people. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he thinks the world of you guys. Top boy. Uh, all right, so if people yeah. want to listen, Nick, where where's the best place to go and find out about um, your podcast? Well, we're on Acast. Just tap in Mouth and Manliness. Um, iTunes is the Mouth and Manliness for some reason, but pretty much we're on, on Spotify. Mouth of Manliness, uh, and the same on all the socials okay. as well. Oh, and we've got stuff on YouTube as well. Got uh, video episodes on there. Um, so, yeah, everywhere and anywhere, okay. really. Well, um, we'll tag you in everything when this comes out in a couple of weeks. And, uh, Sweet, and, yeah. thank you. And thank- That's been yeah. a great chat, Nick. Thanks a lot. Yeah, That's cheers, really guys. I've loved it. Really, really enjoyed good. it. Thanks ever no so much. Oh, our pleasure, mate. Right. Our pleasure. Cheers, See you fellas. next time. Bye. Shall I do? All right, catch you soon. Bye. Oh yeah, I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton. Interviews with Craig Parkinson. Um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the wifi. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.